بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We thank Allah Jalla wa'ala for having granted us the opportunity once again to go over some of the surahs and chapters in the Qur'an Alhamdulillah we have reached the last three surahs in the Qur'an These are Surah Al-Ikhlas, Surah Al-Falaq and Surah Al-Nas As a whole these three surahs there are many ahadith that speak about their virtue when recited together and when one should recite them. One of these ahadith, as recorded in Sahih al-Bukhari from the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha, she says, before the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam would go to sleep, he would put his hands together and he would recite these surahs three times and blow into his hands and thereafter try to get his hands over his body, trying to touch or pass his hands over all the parts of the body he could reach. So this is from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And bi'ithnillah, one will be protected. It is mentioned that one of the reasons for this surah to be revealed is those who didn't believe in the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They came to him and they said, tell us about your Lord. Tell us what is his lineage. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this surah. He says, قُلْ Say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell them, هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدْ He is Allah who is the one and only. Allahu samad He is the one who is sought after. Everybody is in need of him and he is not in need of any of the creation. Another meaning of as-samad is he has no stomach, which basically means he doesn't eat nor does he drink. Some of the Mufassirin also mention that As-Samad is the one who remains, the one who was always here and will remain forever. Whereas when it comes to the creation, they will die. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, Lam yalid wa lam yulad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not give birth or he did not give birth. He does not have children. And he was not begotten. He was not given birth to. So he has no parents. Subhana. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, And there is nothing that is comparable or similar to him. He is the one, the only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we look in this surah, we find that this surah is only speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, speaking about him, his names, his attributes. And it's important for us to try and learn his names, the different names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what they mean. And also when it comes to making dua, this is a very short surah. As mentioned in some of the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that this surah is equivalent to one third of the Quran. The scholars then mention a lot of detail as to what is being meant by one third of the Quran. Is it referring to it being equivalent to one third of Quran in reward? Or is it referring to the fact that in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions three things. He speaks about himself, he speaks about Tawheed, his names, his attributes, how he deserves to be worshipped. The second thing he speaks about is Ahkam, Halal and Haram. The third thing he speaks about are stories. He mentions some of the stories of the previous nations, etc. So they mention that one third of the Quran means that this surah 
is referring to one third of what's mentioned in the Quran, which is about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his names, his attributes, etc. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. We ask Allah Jalla wa ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.